five, four, three, two, one, zero. Lift off of the Falcon 9. Hi guys, I'm Abram Razan. I am 23 years old and I am a recently commercial pilot, uh, commercial licensed pilot here in Manitoba, Canada. Man, bro, sure. pleased to meet you and thank yeah. you for accepting my invitation. Oh, same to you. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, my, uh, my first question is, um, how did you start with aviation? Is this a childhood dream, just like many of the pilots? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's always been a childhood dream of mine. Um, I like to say I've always had two dreams. One is fantasy and one is a little bit more believable. Um, <laughs> I heard from your last podcast, you guys are big basketball fans as well. My um, main dream, actually, or the one that I focused on earlier in my life, I guess, was to actually come home and play in the PBA. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's one thing that I held on to up till high school was over. Yeah, so been, you've, been, you've been wanting to, to play professionally in the Philippines. Yes, ever since we even moved here. We moved here when I was in grade seven. My main goal was to come home and play in the PBA and even UAAP to get there. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I mean, that's the yeah. uh, that's the stepping stone, right? I mean, go exactly. play for for the university for the college level, and then progress towards the pro. Exactly, but yeah, to go back to your question, the academic goal that I've always had is to become a pilot. Um, why? Because my parents um, have always been in and out of the country. Um, my dad used to go to the states a lot for missionary, and my mom followed suit and worked there as well. So every time I would go to the airport, I've just always been amazed by airplanes and everything about aviation. You see pilots and they look like superheroes. Superheroes. Yeah. Exactly. Were you thinking Were you thinking that since your parents uh, are moving frequently, that might as well you fly them to where they want to go That's one day? Exactly, exactly what my goal is. I yeah. think when that comes true, then it'll be full circle for me. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So when did you when did you start your aviation uh, career, like your journey? Well, I didn't start until about two years after high school. Um, because, hmm. like I said, I held on to basketball for as long as I could. But right after high school, I actually went to U of M for one year and tried to become a veterinary because I, like most people, I've always been intimidated by the cost of like training yeah but i'm i'm not a big university guy i don't just don't like studying about things i'm not interested about mm -hmm. um so that's when you know just came to reality that i have to do something that i'm really interested in and yeah. i just kind of uh, went from there cool cool and by the way congratulations for getting yeah. your cpl license yeah just Thank just you. recently fresh not fresh exactly. <laughs> finally <laughs> yeah so it was a long time coming yeah what would be the most challenging part of from ppl to cpl what do you think will be the most challenging part of the training for you is it the classroom well, the ground school or the flying um not necessarily those because those i really enjoyed a lot um, but when I got 
my PPL or when I started flying, I always knew that sometime after my PPL, I would have to stop for financial reasons. So I got my PPL in December, no, sorry, February 2018. And then I actually didn't fly for about a year and a half mm. until I started working on my CPL again. Building um, hours. Just, exactly. When you were so, building hours, yeah. Yeah, like that, what should have been my time building phase, I didn't fly. I just worked at Harvest Air um, for that time frame really just trying to set myself up for financially and trying to get loans and all of that. So mm -hmm. I would say that was the toughest part because you really, you know, get to see everyone around you progress and get their licenses and all that stuff. And you just got to kind of sit back. and Yeah. That's you know, true. The, uh, the exactly. comparison thing. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Like as, as much, much as, as I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. As much as I loved seeing my friends, um, you know, make their goals i mean make their dreams come true like you can't help but compare right <laughs> yeah i mean we always preach that you should not be comparing yourself but it's something that we shouldn't deny ourselves with as well that it is a reality that whether you like it or not we are social creatures we compare ourselves to exactly other people. yeah yeah maybe to like an extent that it's actually good for you and just you know putting good pressure on yourself to get things done yeah, I mean, anything yeah. in moderation is good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, done with the challenging part. How about your favorite part in, in the flight training? Um, I would say, this is kind of corny, but just the feeling of flying. like Just the sensation? <laughs> the sensation yeah, of flying? To be specific, like, kind of imagine this situation here. Like, my favorite part of flying has always been waking up first thing in the morning sunrise take off in the satabria without the doors and do circuits in a grass strip like how beautiful is that <laughs> right right so like, so that's that's how i went about my uh tail dragger rating actually and that's just one part that i really enjoyed the most mm -hmm. so during your yeah. time building hours mm -hmm. um you were doing satabria for the tail dragger rating yeah so as soon I finished my PPL because I was actually part of the Providence uh, College program for the first year. So that's how I got my PPL. But since I finished it just before the school year ended, I had to take the course that included a warrior, like Piper Warrior Checkout, 172, and Night Rating, and the Cetabria Checkout for that course. Um, oh, really? So as soon as I got my Satabri checkout, I just knew from then that's what I wanted to fly because I've always felt like stick and rudder flying is what I needed to work on the most. Mm -hmm. um, I just wasn't quite happy with how I, I flew well for my PPL, but I knew that was one part that could really be improved on. Um, so from when I got my Satabria checkout, um, maybe at about 80 hours, I've been using it mostly for time building, and then I would use the 172s for longer cross countries. Mm -hmm. For the 300, for example, 300 nautical mile cross country. Speaking of 300, where did you go? Um, I actually went with seven other people. We took three planes in total. Um, five of us needed 300, and the other two just need more hours. 
Mm-hmm. And we actually flew from Steinbach to Rocky Mountain House in Alberta to watch the uh, aerobatic nationals, Canadian wow. aerobatic nationals competition. Wow. And then from there, after watching the competition, we flew down to Springbank, which I believe is where you are right now. Yeah, that's uh, my yeah. current school. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's more than Rocky. 300. Way more than Way so more than 300. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So since three of us, no, six, five of us needed 300 uh, nautical miles done and we needed more cross-country hours anyway. So why not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how we did it was for the first 300 leg, it was from Steinbach to Brandon, Brandon to Verdon, then Verdon to Regina. And then we made a longer stop in Regina, switched PICs, and then it was from uh, Regina with a couple stops in between and ended up in our Rocky Mountain house. That's how we covered our 300. Wow. One day? Same day? One day. One day. We left at 4 a.m. and then I think ended up at Rocky Mountain house by 7 or 8. 8 p.m. 8 p.m., yeah. Well, we took (laughs) longer stops. It should have been quicker, but you know how it is as soon as you make stops. Yeah, might as well. I mean, you're landing in those different airports. Might might as well enjoy and get to know it better. Exactly, yeah. Wow. Citabria. So are you considering Mm -hmm. aerobatics too? Yes. um, uh, My next step, hopefully, is I want to get my instructor's rating. But with how things are moving right now, it's not really the smartest way to do it right away. Like I got to let some time pass first, as we know how aviation industry is doing. But that's what I'm trying to do in between, like during summer. I'm Mm -hmm. still thinking about whether it's going to be aerobatics or multi um, rating. But yeah, that's definitely um, on my to-do list. What is your ultimate goal, though, in terms of the aviation? Is it uh, airlines? Yeah. um, Like I said, since I was a kid, I've always wanted to be an airline pilot. Um, I'm hoping to be really specific. I'm hoping to fly for Air Canada and fly Vancouver to Manila Lake with my parents. That's nice. But at the same time, I always... I've always had, you know, come up with other goals as I went about my training. Like I want to compete in aerobatics as well. Um, yeah, that's another goal that I have. <laughs> yeah, I know you need to just, yeah. I mean, you're in standby. You just need to be close with Luke Penner. It's going to be a good <laughs> exactly. mentor for you. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's the guy. <laughs> He's the guy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did, didn't he just won prior to COVID, like third place in the U.S. or second place in the U.S. or something? Yeah, he's always been top three anywhere he would go. So the really sad part about him competing in the States is they can't give him the award because he's Canadian. Oh, really? He has to be an American, yeah. Like on the paper, he's on the top three. But when it comes to like getting the hardware, I don't think they can give it to him. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's I know. unfair. <laughs> I know. But then it would be the same way when, you know, Americans came up to Canadian nationals, I believe. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. So instructor, probably instructor soon. Yeah. And yeah, I am planning to do my instructor rating with him too. So, Oh, that's, that's going to be a good one. Should be, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was when I was doing my PPL, I was trying to get him as my uh examiner, but the schedule mm-hmm. did not allow it, so it didn't. Oh, happen. I ended up any, with Harv's instead. Well, any any flight you can get with one of them, it, it's worth it, like it's 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. I can attest I've, to that. That's true. I've always felt like you know this is no shot to other instructors out there, but it one flight with any of them has always felt like three or four, like equivalent. Yeah, I mean, of all the knowledge that you can get out of them. Exactly. It's like every second that they talk, you learn something. New. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. really cool. So. 100%, 100%. But mm-hmm. during the uh, training from when you were not a pilot yet or not mm-hmm. from zero to your PPL, how did you manage to to study? Like it should, it must be uh, information overload. I mean, it at was least, um, at least for me, it was information overload oh, for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll see, like I said, that the one year and a half is the part that I struggled the most, but I went to Providence because of basketball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I was on the team. And prior to that, we also played in a tournament in the States during the aviation camp, um, which was the 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 week prior to the act the official first week of college so basically what they do is they get the radio and the p-star exams done and about seven to ten hours of flying so everyone in our group i believe was 15 of us um got their p-star and radio done and as soon as i came back i had to do it with one day of studying whoa (laughs) so as you can expect i did not pass that (laughs) (laughs) which one the p-star P-Star, P-Star, it took me a couple of tries to get it, you know, to pass. I mean, like from not knowing anything to having yeah. one day to study. Looking back now, yes, it's only a P-Star, but, you know, not knowing anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, it can be tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, I guess. Whenever I look back, I try to look back. It seems easy, mm-hmm. but looking forward, it's not. It's really exactly, not. When, exactly. When, 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 while you're in it, it's really mm-hmm. not easy. It's not. I mean, think about like how you felt preparing for your PPL flight test, right? <laughs> I hate whenever I, so when I was starting and then the instructor were kind of lenient at first and then mm-hmm. progressively they want you to come in with the weather and then first few flights they will uh, take the calls and then mm-hmm. after that, they want you to take the call from the apron yeah. and to take off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's like another thing I had a hard time about because I've never been a fan of like fair rides, roller coasters whatsoever going up and doing spins and spiral dives in the beginning was just not it for me. Like we would <laughs> land after I believe 0. 0.4.5. 0.5 hobs like oh really I can't do it but it's something that i just you know learned to love yeah along i mean the way but, that's why yeah. it's not for everyone hey eh? because um i mean you might be able to fly i mean people might be able to fly like level flight they're fine mm-hmm. but you will be trained to yeah address spins and exactly. spiral dives yeah. and usual exactly. attitudes mm-hmm and these so, are things you did not expect going into flight training. I'm like, this is yeah. new. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you're yeah, you were like, instructor. you were like, I didn't sign up for this. Exactly. <laughs> I it thought it's just gonna doubt. <laughs> yeah, I thought it's just flying. You know, starting the plane, takeoff, landing. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I know, like all navigation and cross countries, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, what would be the scariest uh, upper air work for you? Just spiral dive. Ooh. Or the spin? I would say I actually enjoyed spins. I would say power on stalls. 
Scariest. Yeah. Power, like on, power on stalls with full power, 30 oh, yeah. degrees of bang. Like those were scary for me in the beginning. I know, right? Yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, because usually people <laughs> will, will think about spin or spiral dive. It's because they have forgotten that they've been doing the stall, power on stall and right. banking. Exactly. It's just so unnatural, right? And you're forcing the airplane to do something it doesn't want to do. You can't see the horizon. You're banked 30 degrees. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. if you if so you have uh you've been checked out for 152, 172, mm-hmm. Piper Cherokee, right? Mm-hmm. And Citabria. What would yeah. be your favorite? most favorite airplane among those planes Citabria for sure Citabria <laughs> Citabria for sure yeah. I never experienced Citabria yet <laughs> I think I think everyone should yeah that way you could at least experience what tail dragger flying is like it's more difficult for those people who don't know it's more difficult to land than the tricycle one to land yes but in terms of overall I like to say it's it's almost different same. It's different instead of saying it's more difficult. Like, because imagine somebody who's only been flying Citabria right from the start, and then they get moved to a Cessna that has flaps. Like, the flaps thing alone is a lot to deal with <laughs> when you're coming from an airplane that has no flaps. Yeah, that's right? right. So, I'd, I'd like to say it's different. Yes, landing it and, you know, taking, being ahead of it, especially in the ground, is harder. But once you're in the air, upper airworks, once you get the uh, the coordination right, I think it's easier to fly for airworks. Mm-hmm. It's just it's different just, sensation, different feel, but yeah, it's not. Doesn't mean that it's more difficult. That's why you're exactly. saying exactly, yeah. And one thing that could prove that is compared to a Cessna, where you're sitting side by side, you're sitting right in the middle. So imagine you're doing a steep turn, your sight pictures like look exactly the same going to the left and right. So that's mm-hmm. not something you have to work on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, man. Yeah. That'll be a good experience for sure. For sure. Like, and it's really hard to explain how it can make you a better pilot overall. Like mm-hmm. I think you just have to go and experience it and then you can see for yourself. <laughs> that's true. Are you yeah. thinking of or dreaming of uh, owning your own plane one day, maybe. Well, if we all get lucky and uh, get our dream jobs, or you know, win the lottery. Oh, you will. <laughs> oh, which um, which which uh, which which plane would you buy? I've always had two, and I kind of have a hard time picking which one I would take over the other. Um, yeah. One I would say is the Carbon Cub. So, because mm-hmm. I've always, I go off-roading a lot. I'm a big fan of the backcountry and camping and all of that stuff. Um, and the other one is the uh, newest extra, the extra NG for aerobatics. Oh, <laughs> oh aerobatics. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that, but that one's not honestly that one's no, nice. not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that one's nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, more, like, your, your, your idea of owning one is for like, camping backpacking or aerobatics yeah basically just have fun yeah <laughs> really like have yeah. fun 
Like oh. exactly. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. How did this? Uh, how are you coping up with with the pandemic? I mean, how did this lockdown and this uncertainty to aviation affected you in terms of your? Of course, your timeline got mm-hmm. disrupted, and but in terms of emotionally or psychologically, how emotionally, emotionally, but, psychologically, not so much. I've been able to just you know kind of just say whatever it is what it is, mm-hmm. um, but it's really killed my momentum trying to get back into flying, getting my CPL. Um, since the beginning, because I started flying again last year, spring, and then we got shut down because of COVID. So mm-hmm. I was just getting back into it. And then all of a sudden things got shut down. So I can't fly for a month, I believe, or five weeks, something like that. And then from then on, I couldn't do my CPL written exam because the TC, TC, TC not allowing. Were closed. Yeah. Exactly. So I had to wait until October for that. Yeah, that's true. And then from October, I said to myself, okay, probably by December, I get the flight test done. And then I get COVID myself. <laughs> you got COVID. Yes, exactly. So I had to isolate for almost four weeks because my family got it first. And since I already live with them, mm-hmm. I have had to isolate ahead of time. And then I got it. And uh, that's another two weeks. And then at Harvs, just to be safe or to be on the safer side, they just told me not to come to the school for additional one more week, which makes sense. Yeah. And I, I was the first one to get it at the school too. So I didn't want to be passing it on to anyone. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's Keep true. Keep everyone safe. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, this whole di- oh, this COVID thing really... Uh, disrupts or a, a lot of plans mm-hmm. especially for pilots exactly I mean, we're lucky because we're just starting out i mean imagine mm-hmm. those people who were already flying and got laid I off know. exactly It'll makes me appreciate harder. makes me appreciate what i've had to go through more because imagine if i you know i never had to pause take a pause on flying and then i got a job somewhere and i'd probably be laid off right now doing nothing so yeah, you'll be the most junior guy. So exactly. Like I wouldn't be doing anything, like trying to figure things out in a non-aviation way. Yeah. Yeah. So you got your CPL. Are you working mm-hmm. towards anything right now for your rating or you're chilling right now? Um, not right now. I like I'm set financially for instructors rating, but like I said, it's not the smartest thing to start now so i am trying to figure things out financially so i could do something for the meantime like i said either aerobatics or multi uh, rating mm-hmm. um yeah so uh, that's what i hope to do yeah i mean the sad part was i heard some rumors apparently air canada will not recall any pilots Oh my God. Until until um, they reach seventy percent of the 2019 volume, and right really? now they are on fifteen percent. Yikes! And <laughs> <laughs> they are projecting it will happen. The seventy five percent will happen, or seventy percent will happen. Twenty twenty three. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> when I heard that. When I heard that. Uh, that news, I was like, 
what? <laughs> so yeah. What am I going to do now? That so, sounds I mean, like an exaggeration, but you know it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. But I mean, yeah. I, I was like, so should I stop training for now? <laughs> I know, right? So I'm not like bleeding this-, this money. I'm not bleeding money right now. So Yeah. And the hardest part is you spend so much money training now, and then it will cost you even more to just get back into it. Yeah. I mean, might as well, might as well halt it and then do mm-hmm. it when, when the, uh, the time comes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, we don't know. <laughs> well, on the good note, they've been coming out with these no isolation rules to coming into Canada now. So hopefully that mm. helps. Yeah, sure. but, but that's for fully yeah. vaccinated people. That's true. Yeah. But it's that's still true. dependent on what kind of vaccine they got, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why they're predicting it to 2023. That's one of the well, that's one of the reason. I see. Like it has to be one of the it's either Pfizer Canada. or Moderna that mm. we got. So, I see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. You can just hope, right? Yeah, hope hope and roll with the punches and see exactly where this pandemic is gonna lead us to. So with my previous uh, guest, I was speaking with uh, Paul. He wanted mm-hmm. the uh, he wanted his main goal was to fly for WestJet because he loves yeah the, he loves the caller. I, I really love his reason for wanting to fly the WestJet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially the again being a basketball fan as well. Like that's yeah, cool. <laughs> the uh, Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah, I I can totally relate. <laughs> yeah, and you you want yeah. uh, the Air Canada so that you can fly your parents from. Uh, direct flight from Vancouver to Philippines. Yeah. Vancouver, because that's where we first landed when we moved here. Mm-hmm. I know there were plans on like making that leg official pre-COVID, but obviously everything shut down. It changed. So, yeah. Do you still miss your, your life in the Philippines? I do. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say the Philippines, but definitely family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, family. Because I, I still remember everything back there very well. I mean, I've been going home for the past two years. Um, I haven't, I didn't go home for the first eight years that we moved here. Wow. So going back home for the first time in eight years was quite the shock, like a culture shock, because I was 13 when we moved here. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gone home twice in the last two years, like, everything's fresh but i could definitely say i miss the family more than the place <laughs> more than the place yeah yeah are you yeah. considering flying for philippines too because paul initially wanted to fly for a philippine airline yeah well yeah as a kid like i've always been like the airline to go to is the philippine airlines right like that's just the airline um but as i moved here I would say the same thing. Like I'd rather stay here, but I'm really interested in flying general aviation in the Philippines. You would want to like, try GA for in the Philippines? Yeah, like just just get to see all the little strips and the airports around in the Philippines. Like I don't know if you've seen the ones they have in uh, Visayas part, but they got some really cool ones even coming in. Like <laughs> oh really? Like no, I haven't, have, I haven't searched. Uh, I've seen the, the, 
I've seen online they have a they have an aerobatic school with an American pilot incoming in, and his airport is literally right on the beach. Like he does aerobatics on top of the beach. Like wow, that's so cool. Like I want. Yeah, I know. I need that. to see that. I need to <laughs> exactly. see that next time I I go to the Philippines. Yeah. I need to see exactly. That. Yeah, coming and in. I. I also have a let me write that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also have a nephew who's uh, starting his flight training right now at uh, William Moore. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend's cousin is training in uh, WCC in Pangasinan. So, oh, they're they're, uh, pursuing aviation too? Yeah. But yeah, my girlfriend's cousin actually wants to move here for flying, but she's still. Probably was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was trying to compare uh, the price of uh, studying aviation in the Philippines versus studying here. Mm-hmm. If, if my computation is correct, it's cheaper here. I think so because I've always heard. Like I don't know much. I might sound like I know a lot just from <laughs> what I've said, but yeah, I don't know much. But I've always heard like somewhere around four million pesos. And if you convert that, that's a lot more than what we spend here. <laughs> yeah, that's hundred grand. Exactly, and here it'd be somewhere around sixty-five to seventy-five, right? Yeah, definitely more expensive. It's more. It's more expensive because apparently they're training in one seventy-two immediately mm-hmm. instead of one fifty-two. Instead of one fifty-two, so I see. Yeah. Yes, and probably the uh, fuel cost is it's more expensive there. I don't know. I'm not sure. Could be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the community itself is just smaller compared to what is already small. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about, uh, what can you uh, advise to new students uh, who wants to be a pilot? Um, I would say first things first, work hard, work as hard as you can, because um, first of all, it will save you money. Not only will it make you a better pilot in the end, um, but then also just enjoy the journey day by day, flight by flight, whether the flight goes really, really good or bad, <laughs> just enjoy it because it's all part of the process. Like for me, looking back now, I had to spend three years um, just to get my CPL because I wasn't flying in between, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back now, like those three years like are gone just like that. And yeah. like I'm thankful some way, somehow I was able to enjoy it, um, especially because I was working at this school. Um, but yeah, enjoy the process. It's, you're not going back to flight training days at all. Yeah, that's true. I mean, enjoy it while while you can, while you're in there. Because exactly. once you're done being a student, it's done. Exactly. Like, you're not going back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're and not those... doing... You cannot go back to those 24, was it 24 exercises again? Once exactly. you have your, all yeah. your rating, that's it. Yeah. You're not going to be doing circuits over and over again. <laughs> circuits over and over yeah. Requesting for power off 180 things like that. Exactly. Or spinning <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time we did the spin, it was scary. And then yeah. the few flights after that, 
it's still scary. <laughs> <laughs> for, it's still for me, scary. luckily, like I've been able to enjoy it. I don't know what clicked. I'm pretty sure it was my flight in the extra with Luke. Mm-hmm. Like I was scared going into that flight, but after it just made me more confident and trust the airplanes more. The extra and you're the, talking about, is it his own plane, the white and red? Yeah, the uh, extra 300L. Mm, I see. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Sometimes. Yeah, he gives rides in that. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he does. Usually for celebration, but when I went up with him, it was actually for an air show. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucky you. Yeah, I, I saw <laughs> him park that. I saw him park that in St. Andrews one time and they yeah. were waxing it, like cleaning it like a car. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that was probably for flight chops. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for flight yeah, chops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because there's a, a camera crew around mm-hmm. the area when they were doing that. Exactly. Man, going outside aviation, who's your favorite basketball player? Um, In the NBA, it's uh, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Kevin How about Garnett, the current yes. current uh, players? Um, I don't watch as much anymore. I feel like I'm able to appreciate the sport in general instead of like picking a favorite player. Wait, well, that's if, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. like just enjoying the game. Yeah, the probably whole. favorite favorite player to watch would be Damian Lillard. Just how, yeah. like, knowing his story and how he's gotten to where he is now. And also Russell Westbrook, I guess, intentionally. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's as close as you can get to Kevin Garnett. Are you aware that he's not really intending to play for professional basketball? But Who? he just, Westbrook, he just went to UCLA so that he can mm-hmm. have free uh, education for education. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, he went and there for a scholarship and he's just he's just so good. <laughs> and then, and then he, people I mean Thunder drafted him and then that's so cool. Yeah. Exactly. Now what he's think, broken all sorts of records. <laughs> yeah, I know the triple double guy. Who mm-hmm. do you think will win this NBA finals? Well, before the playoffs started, I thought it was the Lakers or Nets for sure, but mm-hmm. now I would have to say the Nets. Even though I hate saying that, <laughs> yeah. I hate super teams. So. Super teams, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Nets, yeah. But I mean, who do I really want to see win? I'd say Utah because Jordan Clarkson. Oh, <laughs> represent exactly. Jordan exactly. Clarkson and the Spider, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they deserve to win. Yeah, and I just love the way they play too, like their ball movement and mm. everything they do. It's just so good <laughs> yeah that's true and uh i i wanted denver to uh advance too but the thing is they mm-hmm. don't have jamal murray yeah that's another thing like even if like a good team like them advances you know at some point they're gonna lose because they're missing that key player right yeah it's yeah. it's it's a mismatch just like uh the golden state warriors not having mm-hmm. all their players right Exactly. Yeah. Yo, Abraham, thank you so much, yeah. man. That's all the question I have for you. But before I let you go, what, where for can sure. people find you if you want them to find you? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I have an Instagram. Uh, just changed my username actually to fly with Abski. 
So it's fly with and then A B S K Y on Instagram. So that's where you could follow me if you're interested. All right. Awesome. Yeah. And thank you so much for doing this. And I wish yeah. you all the best. And I hope I can fly with you sometime. Let me experience for, for the sure. Citabria. Exactly. <laughs> I'm always willing. I'm always willing to introduce people to Tailwheel. So yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And uh, always being willing to move it. You know, things been so many things going on here that I've always had to move it. And you've just been great with it, with scheduling. Mm -hmm. So thank you yeah no worries man thank you so much and right. i hope yeah. to see you soon man yeah we'll keep in touch for sure 100%. have a good one you too bye. bye hope you guys enjoyed that episode with abraham razon and if you haven't already please make sure you click that follow button so you don't miss any future episode till next time ciao